Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hope you're doing all right. We're doing holidays to you. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Thank you very much. We're doing great. Now, last week, I couldn't convince you with another win. Now, will you skip tomorrow's game and not wait until Philly and Washington play and proudly declare the Dallas Cowboys as the NFC East champions? (laughs) Uh, No, I will not. It's... uh, it won't be NFC's chance till we're mathematically the champ. So uh, uh, we'll just uh, keep grinding. We've got a lot of work to do. Obviously, the NFC is a big, big deal. I was seeing uh, Aaron Rodgers earlier this morning talking about, uh, you know, how important it is to win your division. And certainly that's our goal right now. But we also, you know, have our sights on some uh, other things, as we know, that we're in the mix with now in terms of uh, – uh, things that could give us advantages in the playoffs with our seeding. So uh, we've got every reason in the world to go uh, go to work and uh, and get better. We've got a lot of uh, areas we can improve upon. Uh, obviously, uh, another good day for the defense yesterday, and thought our offense really did some some good things. But we can obviously still get better. You know, one of the things uh, Jerry and I were talking about uh, in a good way was, you know, that offense set the bar high early uh, for themselves and. Certainly the expectations are there with the personnel we have. So uh, we just got to continue to get better and think, uh, you know, we're building uh, and hopefully uh, peak at the right time, as uh, I heard Dak say yesterday. All right. All of that makes sense to me, but I also want to see if we can cut a deal. Now, tomorrow, if Philly and Washington tie, that would clinch the division for you. In that unlikely scenario, will you pop back on to, on Wednesday and then proudly <laughs> declare the Cowboys as the NFC East champions? Absolutely. If they will, uh, if it's uh, if we're mathematically the champs, regardless, then uh, I'll pop on and say, "Hey, how much uh, how much it means to us?" But we still got a lot of work to do. Love it. <laughs> the uh, I, I am kind of curious what y'all's what y'all's feeling is on the offense and kind of just the difference in production based on what they did. Are you are you seeing something uh, specific that y'all were doing early in the season that you don't feel like you're able to do right now? I just think it's uh, you know offense. Uh, it takes all eleven. Uh, the offense has to you know uh, be in sync. Uh, the offensive line does. I mean and. Uh, Certainly the timing with uh, uh, Dak and then the receiving core. And, you know, the same goes for the running game uh, in terms of uh, looks that we're getting and cleaning some things up that we just, uh, you know, that we're, we're just not executing on right now, whether that's from injuries throughout the season that have uh, uh, taken us out of rhythm. But, uh, you know, like I said, I think we uh, did some really nice things yesterday that we can build upon and uh, think as we move forward – with this group of guys, this group of men, uh, you know, they're going to continue to uh, grind on it and I think ultimately get it right. And uh, hopefully we'll be uh, uh, playing better and better each week and peaking at the right time. Tony Pollard looked great running the ball. His foot looked fine. I know it's not. Did you kind of get a report on Tony Pollard, how he felt after the game was over, and then also how Zeke felt after the game was over physically? He, uh, both of them actually felt really good. And uh, I think Zeke's the best he's been all year. Came through it clean. Uh, Pollard had no, uh, uh, was no worse for the wear. And certainly, uh, just feel like he's going to continue to get better as well. So, uh, you know, it's just, uh, like I said, it's just getting out there, going to work every day, 
executing, continue to find that rhythm uh, that we can execute in, get that continuity with the offensive group. And, uh, you know, I think uh, things are going to happen for this offense. We've obviously seen them do it and do it at a high level this year and certainly know uh, that, that we can do it again. With that in mind about Pollard, then, I guess is the hope or maybe anticipation that he wouldn't miss any more time? And do you guys know, like, if the tear went all the way through, thus making it easier for him to move? Uh, I, my my la- latest report was it hadn't necessarily torn all the way. So, uh, still, uh, he's made a lot of progress, and sometimes they don't, and, uh, the you know, uh, the injury response responds fine. As I said, we got the best in the business, and Brett Brown and Jim Maurer and uh, they've done an outstanding job of bringing Pollard back, and uh, really feel that uh, you know he felt great yesterday, and uh, that we just can continue uh, uh, to let him do what he does, which is uh, really be a productive back for us. And you know, probably ultimately as we go there, we'll uh, we all know what a threat he can be on the. Uh, in the kick, kicking game. Oh, no. Kevin. Uh-oh. What'd you do? Might have lost him right well, there. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's zero. Yeah. He's in here. The first and time oh, he's happened. back. Hello. Oh, yeah, there, well, there you go. We lost you for a second. There we go. <laughs> All right, so I have a historical... Go ahead. All right, Stephen. So I have a little bit of a historical question on the running back situation. I know in 07, Julius Jones and Marion Barber were kind of sharing the carries. Marion Barber would be your closer in the fourth quarter. And then come playoff time against the Giants, Marion Barber was the main running back with Jones giving him uh, when he needed time off, time off. Do you guys see running the running back situation exactly the same in the playoffs, or it could divulge into a Julius Jones, Marion Barber situation where somebody more takes over in the playoffs you know right now guys we're focused on just the, you know get one game at a time right now we're we got a big game coming up against the redskins uh, we just played them so uh certainly they've got a solid solid defense they'll have guys back uh you know from the uh, covid list and uh you know we just got to take it one game at a time and know you know as we move toward the playoffs see kind of what's working for us, and we know that'll evolve into what gives us the best opportunity to win week in and week out. So probably still a little early to be projecting, uh, you know, what the strategy is going to be uh, in the postseason when we're, you know, focused uh, right now on the Reds again. The, uh, the defense, I, I know we, we joke around about positionless football and the abilities yeah. of Micah Parsons. You got Demarcus Lawrence moving inside, and you have all these different creative ways to get after the quarterback and cover right now. And it just seems like you're right; like everything's just kind of clicking along. the The vision the, that Dan Quinn had, the ideas that he wanted, uh, it, was this part of it too, though. Being able to 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 manipulate your defense is the way, and have so many guys playing. I guess Jerry always says position flex. Well, I think uh, there's no question he had this vision of, you know, using guys uh, in their best roles. And certainly, you know, when we get in there in the uh, nickel situations where you know it's a passing situation, we're going to need our best rushers in there. Uh, certainly in camp, uh, that's what they talked about is getting, uh, you know, our best, you know, our best four or five rushers in there uh, to do what we need to do to get to the quarterback. And certainly we're seeing that. Obviously, uh, you know, as I've said, uh, week in and week out the last four or five weeks, of course, Mike has exceeded all expectations in terms of what he's able to digest, how many different places 
uh, he can play on the field and, and do the job, whether, whether it's lining up as a Mike linebacker and uh, blitzing and, and doing what he does from there, whether he's just an edge rusher. Uh, certainly that brings an advantage uh, uh, to this group. And then certainly uh, having D-Law be able to go down inside and uh, you know bring in uh, Dorrance Armstrong and a Basham out there with Randy, uh, it just gives us a lot of options. And certainly uh, you're also able to keep them fresh so that uh, – you know, when you get into that fourth quarter, when it's so critical, uh, you know, when the game's on the line most of the time, especially, uh, especially in the playoffs, that you got fresh legs and uh, you got guys who can get back there and make a big play uh, to finish off winning a football game. The other guy, your safeties have been pretty special too, but Jaron Curse has taken on a pretty spectacular role with this team, and I just don't know. Like I, I, I wouldn't have foreseen the things that they're doing with with him having him close to the line, then dropping him back, and just all the plays he's going to make. What made you think that that guy could do what he's doing right now? I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, uh, the big vision, and he's certainly taking it another step. Is just uh, his length, uh, along with his athletic ability, to be able to, uh, you know, to cover these uh, mismatches with, especially with tight ends and. Uh, are big, uh, long receivers. So uh, he's just uh, really stepped up, done that. He plays a quasi-safety uh, linebacker role. He's certainly uh, done a great job with his blitzing. His oh, Kevin. Things is, uh, is Hooker. And uh, I think we saw yesterday how accurate uh, he can be as a tackler. Uh, you know, he was one of the few guys who was getting uh, Saquon down. Uh, right away on the first on the first hit, and uh, certainly made a play on the ball as well, which we know he can do. So, you know, those safeties are really making a big difference. We should get Dono Wilson back this week, which will uh, bring a lot of energy to the uh, to that backfield as well. So, uh, you know, it's just a good group of guys, and certainly the corners feel the same way about them and uh, what they can do for us. And uh, you know, right now that defense is really coming into its own and. I feel like we can uh, also get better as we move forward. So, uh, and certainly becoming a, a real strong point on our football. Talk with Stephen Jones right here on 105 Through the Fan. A lot of positive things after yesterday's 21 6 victory, three straight road wins in three straight weeks. I did want to go back to the offense and get your thoughts on that sequence to close out the first half. Did you have any issue with how that went and not calling the timeout in order to get another shot at a touchdown before kicking the field goal? I think that's just a gut feel. As you saw the drive before, uh, you know, you can. You know, the defense can get you in a bad situation and, and get a sack on you that you just can't get out of if you don't get a block right. And, you know, you take a chance there that if you drop back and throw it for one more play that you can walk away with no points right there, depending on uh, what happens in the play. Obviously, Dak's a veteran quarterback and knows in that situation uh, and probably could get rid of it. But uh, uh, you just never know when they're going to just have the right situation in place. So, I was comfortable. I think it was real important there. The defense was playing good, uh, really good there. Uh, get points off the turnover there and uh, go into the locker room with uh, uh, with some positive energy and knowing that we were going to uh, have to go back on defense when we came out in the second half. So I was very comfortable with the decision. Tom Brady got mad last night and he broke a tablet. I was wondering what was the last <laughs> thing that made you so mad you broke something? <laughs> Probably better not get on air and talk about that. But, uh, sure. 
hey, did, but I did see it, and obviously his competitive nature uh, came out in him, and uh, you know it just shows. You, I mean, there, there's Tampa's had a great offense all year with Tom Brady, and uh, you know uh, they get shut out. I mean, we're playing some teams here who do have good defenses. Uh, the Redskins do, the Giants do, obviously the New Orleans Saints show they've got a, a stout defense as well. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's not easy at times to move the ball in this league, and uh, certainly uh, the Saints uh, have a really good defense and just shows you what the, these offenses can be up against. Stephen, uh, the, the other day we saw a really good game end uh, with Kansas City scoring in overtime, and then the Chargers didn't get an opportunity to to do that, and Mike was complaining all day about it. He was just like, I wanted to see Justin Herbert get that shot, that opportunity to come back and score, and we were, you know, you're on the competition committee. Would there be another look at the way that overtime is looked at? Mike's suggestion is change it for the playoffs so that both teams get that opportunity to score, but maybe even maybe leave it the way it is during the regular season. Well, I, I don't see any type of rule change going on uh, this year uh, in the middle of the season. So that's uh, that would be based on the way uh, we do things on the competition committee. That would be, uh, you know, unless it was just something that was just glaring, then uh, uh, you certainly have to uh, go through the process, the unintended consequences. We do this every year. Uh, overtime's always a part of the discussions. We'll look at uh, – you know, what happened, the full body of work this year in overtime and uh, see if there's anything that merits a change. But, uh, you know, there's obviously a, a lot of schools of thought out there, and certainly that's a good one that, uh, you know, should you really let two teams get an opportunity there. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll certainly take a look at that in the off season and uh, see if it uh, merits discuss- – it will certainly merit discussion, but see if it merits a change. Now – I was going to ask if you got one of those medium sodas at the stadium uh, during the during the Giants game. Did they give you one too, or no? No, they didn't get us one of those where we were. <laughs> oh man, see, that, that's why you had to beat them. So now, frequently, it feels like when we talk with you, you might be in your car. We've been talking about this a lot off air. Do you think that driving is a cooperation or a competition? Good question. Probably am uh, a little more uh, cooperation. Uh, there's times, though, that it can become competitive, uh, depending on uh, who's going where and who's doing what and who wants to be there the quickest. But I would hope most of the time it's a little bit of a cooperation. All right. I, I, par- I agree with most of what he just said yeah. there, Kevin. I like that. Sometimes you got to get around that corner a little bit faster. I see what wow. he's saying there. There's well, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate the time, and if we get that tie tomorrow, we look forward to you calling back in to talk about that division title. Sounds, sounds great, guys. Thank you.